Good morning, everybody. It's Jamie and Fakira. It's Wednesday, the 22nd of September, and it's World Car Free Day. And a big happy birthday to Nick Cave, Andrea Bocelli, Chesney Hawks, and Billy Piper. There were 1,423 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday with 286 people in hospital and 63 in intensive care. Even as Ireland opens up again and people begin to return to the workplace, there was a fresh warning from the World Health Organization that the Delta variant remains a serious threat, as it appears to have superseded the other variants and become more transmissible. Dr Mike Ryan, director of the World Health Organization's Health Emergencies Programme, says Delta is getting fitter. And right now, this virus are highly adapted to transmit between humans very efficiently. And that uh, efficiency has increased over time. Uh, And that's why it's been so difficult with the Delta virus. It's just way more efficient than previous versions of the virus. Uh, But as I say, we're lucky in that the vaccines are holding up uh, really well, uh, especially in terms of how they prevent severe disease and how they prevent hospitalization and death. With a worldwide focus on climate change and a dramatic spike in gas and energy prices, there's real concern that this winter could be a seriously difficult one across the globe. Ireland's electricity network is under pressure and Labour leader Alan Kelly wanted to know at leaders' question time in the dial what the government plans to do. If there is a cold snap this winter, can you really actually guarantee that we will have enough supplies of gas to keep the lights on. Tornashta Leo Varadka says the government has plans in place and will make use of October's budget to ensure that no one's left in the cold this winter. We are confident um, that even in a very cold winter that we will not see um, brownouts or blackouts. There will need to be a welfare package um, in the budget uh, because of the fact that uh, people on pensions and on social welfare uh, will end up worse off if there isn't an increase uh, this year and that will need to be done. Uh, We will need to do something on the fuel allowance. We've already committed to ring-fencing some of the proceeds from the carbon tax. The UN General Assembly is taking place in New York, with leaders from all over the world attending. It marked Joe Biden's first major speech at the UN, and he called for global cooperation as the world faces a decisive decade. He announced that the US will double the funding it's providing to tackle climate change in the developing world by 2024. He also emphasised that despite America's withdrawal from Afghanistan, no one should mistake the US for an easy target. Those who commit acts of terrorism against us will continue to find a determined enemy in the United States. The world of the day is not the world of 2001, though. We're better equipped to detect and prevent terrorist threats and we are more resilient in our ability to repel them and to respond. Ireland's represented at the UN by Michal Martin and Simon Coveney as they chair the UN Security Council this month, and Michal welcomed Joe's speech. He identified Europe as a key partner for the United States. We see him as a very strategic asset and support for our agenda in international affairs, and particularly on issues like climate change, on dealing sensibly and intelligently with COVID-19, and also in terms of defending the idea of democracy and the ideas around freedom of expression across the world and really pushing back against authoritarianism. Russia was in court yesterday, well, the European Court of Human Rights, in a case brought by the widow of former Russian spy Alexander Litvinenko. The court found he was murdered by Russian agents who poisoned him using radioactive agent polonium-210 in London in 2006. His widow Marina was awarded damages, but she's unlikely to be able to collect them. 
The ruling came as UK police announced they're seeking a third Russian intelligence officer in a separate case, the Salisbury poisonings, which saw Russia attempt to kill former spy Sergei Skripal and his daughter Yulia. Home Secretary Priti Patel says even though Russia's refused to hand the men over, the UK won't give up the search for justice. Should any of these individuals ever travel outside Russia, we will work with our international partners and take every possible step to detain them and extradite them to face justice. Still to come on the Smart 7 Island edition, Prince Philip's mustard joke and Niall Rogers talks inspiration at the Ivan Novello Awards. Right after this. You're listening to the Smart 7 Island edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Tuesday night saw the third round of the Carabao Cup get underway with a second leg taking place on Wednesday night. Liverpool took on Norwich and won 3-0, Leeds won on penalties at Fulham and Everton lost on penalties at QPR, while Premier League new boys Brentford hammered Oldham Athletic 7-0. There were 10 games in total with five Premier League sides in action, including Man City, who are the reigning champions and have been for the last four seasons. They faced Wickham Wanderers and comfortably won 6-1. Man City manager Pep Guardiola was delighted to see the win with five debutants fresh from the academy in the team. It's one of the nights like, I love to be manager, honestly. I love it. I like to be tonight here with them and, and, and make them feel they are part of this amazing club. Tuesday saw the annual Ivan Novello Awards, which honour songwriters from around the world. Harry Styles, Liam de Havers, Celeste, Goldfrapp and Dave were among those honoured, with a stellar guest list also attending, including Tears for Fears, Bon Jovi's Richie Sambora and true music legend Nile Rogers. Nile says even in the pandemic, songwriters are taking an optimistic view and that recognition for the craft of songwriting means a lot. I don't think that most people understand that when we write a song, we're basically bearing our souls. And we're telling you the truth about the life that we're living as we see it. And to be awarded and rewarded for just being honest um, is an amazing thing. Wednesday night sees a new documentary on the BBC, Remembering the Duke of Edinburgh. It features all four of his children, plus various grandchildren and members of the household staff. The show was originally meant to be a tribute for his 100th birthday, but sadly now serves as a memorial instead. There are plenty of light-hearted moments, like when William tells the story of one of their grandfather's favourite pranks. Possibly not much of a favourite for the junior butler responsible for ceilings, though. Instead of, uh, like, a mustard pot, we had a mustard tube, a squeezy mustard tube. Um, and you used to take the lid off and put it in your hands. The lid's off, and I can't remember exactly what he says, but he ends up slamming your hands together. And then he'd squish your hands together to fire the mustard into the ceiling. It goes ceiling all over, it went it all over the, the ceiling. He used to get in a lot of trouble for my grandmother for covering most of the places uh, we had lunch and things with mustard on the ceiling. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.